like to take this moment to welcome everyone to the 14th episode of Real Talk Real Quick podcast, which is a faith-based podcast upon the navigation of living like Christ in a culture that refers to God as the universe. And I am your host, Rue. Oh my word, welcome. Hey, it's been a minute. Wait a minute, let me explain. You here, I'm here, you here, I'm here. And that's all that matters, that you are here and I am here. Yeah, I am so excited. So excited, so excited, so excited. <laughs> I am happy that you are all here. And if you have not listened to the other episodes, please do check them out and listen child get with the program i'm trying to plug you with life here just follow me as i follow christ <laughs> oh yeah child 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 settle in grab your bibles as well i would like for us to start with prayer heavenly father i come unto your holy throne of grace and mercy I am but an Ethan vessel, and like everyone listening, we are sinners in need of a savior. Lord, we are broken souls in need of the great physician. Lord, we stretch out our hands unto you, ready to receive the bread of life you have prepared for us. Lord, please bless the spiritual food and bless the hands that prepareth it and make it nourishing unto our souls. In Jesus' name, amen. Our topic for today is based on clinginess and trust. Oh my word, you are so clingy, cling. You hold on too tightly, let go, let go, let go. So clinginess, according to the world, it is to be unwilling to lose or unwilling to stop doing something. So there is a resistance of separation from something or someone. It is dysfunctional because it feeds off of co-dependency, meaning reliance on something or someone else for joy validation or as a coping mechanism. According to God, clinginess is the opposite of proverbs. 3 verse 5 to 7, which is point number one, to not trust God with all your heart. Point number two, to rely on what you think you know. Point number three, to forget the Lord in everything you do. Point number four, to not let God show you the right way to go. Point number five, to think that you are wiser than you simply are. Point number six, to disobey God and to refuse to do good. Question from Holy Spirit. Who are the three people in the Bible whom you read about that were clingy and why do you believe so? Person number one, I would suggest Judas Iscariot. Jesus disciple, person number two, Achan, person number three, Sarah, Abraham's wife, going back to Judas Iscariot. From the summary of John chapter 12, verse 3 to 5, Jesus had visited his friend Lazarus 
then we find Mary Magdalene, Lazarus' sister, pouring upon Jesus' feet half a litter of a very expensive perfume made of pure nard and then wiping Jesus' feet with her natural hair. Sis went all out because of her love for Jesus. Sis withheld nothing from her Lord and Savior, and Judas Iscariot was on some. What a waste, what a waste, what a waste. What a shame, what a shame, what a shame. Mary, why wasn't this perfume so full? Three hundred silver coins. The money could been given to the poor. What a waste, what a waste, what a waste. What a shame, what a shame, what a shame. Mary. Why wasn't this perfume sold for 300 silver coins and the money given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. He carried the money bag and he would help himself. So Jesus had made Judas the minister of finances, knowing that Judas had a stealing problem. The reason Jesus appointed Judas instead of any of his other 11 disciples was that Jesus wanted Judas to submit to him his stealing problem. But Judas clinged onto his stealing habit. He was unwilling to give it unto Jesus, even to the point where he sold Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. Judas relied on what he thought he knew and did not allow God to order his steps or to help him with his stealing problem. Person number two. Achan. Achan's story is found in Joshua chapter 7, so this is the summary. God gives a command to his people of Israel that they should not take anything after the destruction of Jericho. Achan disobeys God's command. He took what he saw and desired and hid it under his tent. Through Achan's disobedience, God punishes the Israelites and 36 people are killed during a battle between the Israelites and the people of Ai. Everything under Achan was destroyed, his family, his possessions, because of his refusal to submit to God, his love for things that do not belong to him, which is stealing. He thought he was wiser than he simply was, just like Judas. Person number three, Sarah, Abraham's wife. The summary is found in Genesis chapter 16. Because she was barren and was tired of waiting on God's promise instead of submitting her doubt and unbelief and fears unto the Lord, she pushed her husband into sleeping with her maid servant Haggai. 
This resulted in her family becoming dysfunctional. She thought she was helping God. Little did she know that it was disobeying God. She did not place her trust in God with all her heart. The results of clinginess are point number one, destruction upon self. Proverbs 14 verse 12, for there is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Point number two, destruction of everything and everyone around you. Achan's whole family and his possessions were destroyed because of it. And Haggai's life changed because of Sarah's disobedience. Point number three, curses. Point number four, pain. Moving on to trust. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Lean on your own understanding. Let the Lord guide you. Let the Lord lead you. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Lean on your own understanding. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Lean on your own understanding. So, according to the world, it is to believe in the reliability truth or ability of someone or something according to god trust is proverbs 3 verse 5 to 7 it is to believe wholeheartedly in the reliability of god's word god's divine power which is above all people and all things it is to remember the Lord in everything you do, not as a spare will once you have a flat tire or an emergency, but placing God in the center of your life, at the center of your life as the driving force in your life. It is to allow God to order your steps, letting his word be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. It is to never think of yourself as wiser, but to be humble and to realize all wisdom comes from God and true wisdom is respecting and honoring God in everything you do. Lastly, it is to refuse to do wrong by submitting to God daily your sins and allowing him to transform you inwardly by the renewing of your mind. Question from Holy Spirit. Who are the three people in the Bible whom you read about that trusted God and why do you believe so? Person number one, the widow in Zarephath, person number two, Mary Magdalene, person number three, Abraham. The widow in Zarephath summary is from 1 Kings chapter 17 verse 8 to 15. God had commanded a widow in Zarephath to take care of Elijah in a time of hunger and drought. So Elijah went to Zarephath and as he came to the gate of the town, 
he saw a widow gathering firewood. Please bring me water to drink. He said unto her, and as she was about to get it, he said unto her, and please bring me some bread too. She answered, by the living God, your God, I swear that I haven't got any bread. All I have is a handful of flour in a bowl and a drop of olive oil in a jar. I came here to gather some firewood to take back home and prepare what little I have for my son and I, that will be our last meal, and then we'll starve to death. And Elijah said unto her, In the great words of Brandon, Brandon, what you got on? What you got on? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. It's just this blood. Go ahead and prepare your meal, but first make a small loaf from what you have and bring it unto me and then prepare the rest for you and your son for this is what the lord god of israel says the bowl will not run out of flour or the jar run out of oil before the day that i the lord send rain the widow trusted in God with her whole heart. She did not doubt God even when her circumstance was harsh. She submitted her plans unto God and allowed God to order her steps. Person number two, Mary Magdalene. Unlike Judas who sold his master Jesus, for thirty pieces of silver, Mary washed Jesus, her master's feet, with her most expensive bottle of perfume worth three hundred pieces of silver. Mary was obedient. She remained at the feet of Jesus, and in doing so, she was able to submit all of her sins and everything that was holding her captive unto God. She was humble and honored God and let him fully in. She withheld nothing from God and realized that all she had was from God and she was to use all she had to serve him. Person number three, Abraham. Abraham's summary is from Hebrews 11 verse 8 to 10. God told Abraham to leave his people and his country and to go unto a place that God would show him. God spoke and Abraham believed and relied on God. Abraham obeyed God. There is no trust without obedience because trust is a result of obedience and trust also comes with a relationship because you cannot trust a person whom you do not know. Trust in God is also built up by experiences and trials and tribulations. The results of trusting in God are point number one, healing and easing of your pains. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 8. If you trust in the Lord, it will be like good medicine, healing your wounds and easing your pains. Point number two, a blessing and growth. 
Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 7. But I will bless those who put their trust in me. They are like trees growing near a stream and sanding out roots to the water. They are not afraid when hot weather comes because their leaves stay green. They have no worries when there is no rain. They keep on bearing fruit. Point number three, peace. Isaiah chapter 26 verse 3, you keep them in perfect peace. Those whose minds are stayed upon you because they trust in you. Point number four, faith. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. No one can please God without faith. For whoever comes to God must have faith that God exists and rewards those who seek him. Point number six, overflow and daily provision from God. First Kings chapter 17 verse 14. For this is what the Lord God of Israel says, the bowl will not run out of flour or the jar run out of oil before the day that I, the Lord, send rain. Point number seven, deliverance and victory. Exodus chapter 14 verse 14. The Lord will fight for you and there is no need for you to do anything. In conclusion of this episode and the whole of season one and season two, God wants us on a daily basis to episode number one, seek for him by praying at all times and at all occasions positioning ourselves for healing episode number two god wants us to submit our impurities unto him so he may create clean hearts in us and wash our hands with jesus blood episode number three god wants us to submit our toxic traits unto him and move away from toxic friendships episode number four god wants us to wait on him and submit our timeline and expectations unto him. Episode number five, God wants to break every stronghold that is keeping us depressed and to spend less time on social media and more time on our knees in prayer and in his word. Episode number six, God wants to give us self-control and help us to have the right physical, mental and spiritual diet. Episode number seven, God wants to grant us humble servant hearts so the same mind that was in Jesus may be in us too. Episode number eight, God wants us to rely on his word fully and to trust in him wholeheartedly. Episode number nine, God knows all our expectations and he wants us to give them unto him so he can do exceedingly and abundantly beyond what we think or imagine. Episode number 10, God wants us to submit our childhood traumas unto him so he may grant us healing in community and the ability to forgive those who violated us. Episode number 11, God wants us to have childlike faith that believes in everything he says without doubting. 
episode number 12, God has placed an open door before us and wants us to walk right into it by faith. Episode number 13. Finally, God wants us to only be convicted and to know that there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus and that we can come to him just as we are, as sinful as we are. We are to let go and let God have his way in our lives. I would like to wrap it up by saying, Spirit of the living God, fall freshly upon us all. Grant us fresh wind, fresh anointing, fresh vision. Lord, create in us clean hearts and renew our spirits. May your word fall on good soil and take root and produce fruit in us all. We plead the blood of Jesus and may all glory and honor be unto you in Jesus' name. Amen. I would like to thank you all for listening. Please do support the show any amount is welcomed for god's kingdom it's just a fun setup for god's kingdom to help those in need with clothes food shelter and donating also to ngos non-profit organizations that are also bringing christ to people please do subscribe so you don't have to miss that next episode just a little spoiler alert well i'm not supposed to be telling you this but but um, the groundwork has been laid and so now I can officially bring in a couple of friends over to the show and yeah, we'll be discussing real quick all of these topics that God has laid the foundation upon. So yeah, catch me on the next season, season three of Real Talk Real Quick podcast. Anywho, may God bless you and guide you and... I can't wait, you know, to hear from you. Comment, share, like, subscribe and support.